PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing the best and worst position groups in free agency. Just a quick primer, your little 10-minute version for what to expect, which position groups are a little bit more loaded, and which ones, you know, you might need to uh, think about trades or the draft if you're in a team-building situation here. So, Sam, let's go through. Uh, We did a full free agency breakdown over on the PFF NFL podcast with our guy Brad Spielberger on Thursday, but this is your, uh, your crib notes version here. So let's go through uh, some of the strong position groups here in free agency coming up soon. Yeah, so I guess the headline is it's not the best free agent group in the world. Um, there will be, I think, a couple of marquee names, a couple of stars that do make it to free agency. There's going to be a bunch of guys that look like they're free agents right now that I don't think have any shot of actually hitting the open market. So when you get to the guys that are actually going to be available once free agency starts, there'll be a few marquee names, but I think the real, the strength of this free agent group is depth, you know, which is realistically the place you actually want to be doing your business and spending money is on those depth players, those uh, second wave, those lower down under the radar type of free agents. Anyway, I think there's actually quite a lot of strength and depth in that group, but if you're, you know, a team that needs to make a splash and bring in a specific player to fill a specific um, glaring hole and needs a star might not be your year. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, uh, the receiver group is a good one to break down. We've talked about this a bit. Devontae Adams, again, likely going to get tagged. Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. You've got some big names there. OBJ, now that he has the injury, that drops him down a little bit. But the guys after that, the Michael Gallups of the world, Juju Smith-Schuster, Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, Will Fuller, if he's healthy, Um, Those are the types of players as we get up into the 80s, 90s, 100s in our list. I think those guys can be contributors. There's a lot of receivers that could be low-end number two, high-end number three types of options. So I think receiver, that kind of epitomizes, I think, what this free agent class is. The depth there and then the uh, interior uh, offensive line. I don't think tackle's great, but there are some guards and centers that can come in and play. Ben Jones, the starting center from the Tennessee Titans. There are guys like that that you can find that you know, when teams need starters, I think they, they're to be had here in this free agent class. Yeah. And if you go to pff.com, you can find our free agent rankings. We have uh, 200 guys up there right now, and we've got various different ways of looking at it. You can find on the top board there, the top uh, bar, go to NFL and then free agent rankings. And you can find these the slim view where it's just the list, but you can also get this thick view where you see the last few years worth of grading and snaps and PFF war, and also a projected contract from Brad as well. So you can kind of make your own determination as to how good or bad this particular group of free agents is. I want to pick up on the thing he said there, though, about the offensive line depth, because if you listen to our um, kind of team needs talk on the podcast, half the NFL needs offensive linemen in some way, shape, or form. And a bunch of these offensive lines don't just need one guy. They need three, four uh, different offensive linemen coming in and trying to overhaul a complete unit in an offseason. And, you know, we saw last year, the Chargers showed you can do that. You can basically overhaul a complete offensive line. The Kansas City Chiefs as well, right? They, they five new starters, right? The Chiefs, every single one of those guys was a yeah. new starter on that offensive line. So you can overhaul a complete offensive line in an offseason, and it can actually end up really good by the end of it. But it does mean that you need to hit basically every single area of the the offseason team building um, enterprise. You need to go for free agency. You might need to trade. You need to hit the draft. In the Chiefs' uh, case, you need to hit 
multiple draft picks go one early with Creed Humphrey, one later on in Trey Smith. So, you know, teams like Cincinnati, you fall at the final hurdle, you lose in the Super Bowl, you lose essentially because your offensive line simply could not hold up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller and the Rams' defensive pass rushers when they had to block them honestly. Um, The Bengals need to overhaul at least the right side of that offensive line, and I would say they need to start in free agency and just grab somebody that you know will be a solid player. Yeah, and I'm looking at our list right now, all the tackles, guards, and centers. I know O-line needy teams, you know, fans of those teams are probably looking, well, is Teron Armstead going to be available? He's number two on our list. He's the top tackle from the Saints when he's healthy. He's outstanding. Orlando Brown. I mean, I would forget about those guys. You know, not the, you know, some, only one team's going to get Teron Armstead. Orlando Brown's probably going to be back with the Chiefs. But if you look in the 50s, 60s, 70s, even up to about 150, there are capable starters on the offensive line. And I think that needs to be the strategy for several teams around the league. The Dolphins, the Giants, all these teams. If you ranked in the bottom 10, or if you just have two or three starters to replace, this is where you're going to get a lot of potential starters. And you might be able to get them on the cheap here this year as well. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of guys who feel like they could fulfill that kind of Matt Filer type of contract from a year ago. That's the guy. You know, someone who's not going to break the bank, who's going to be relatively cheap, but will almost certainly provide you just a solid starting caliber offensive lineman. All right, Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's too good to pass up. We're talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. Sam, I used to be able to make that dunk. You know that. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. The sportsbook isn't yet available in your state. You can still take a big shot or shot at the big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's promo code PFF at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Got to be 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I think Corner has some similarities there too. A couple big names at the top. JC Jackson's really good. Stephon Gilmore's a big name, getting older. But I think it's a lot of the depth. Guys in the 40s, guys like Steven Nelson, Traverius Ward, DJ Reed, capable starters, capable number two corners. I think that's a decent group to get a starting caliber corner, but maybe not necessarily a game changer. Yeah, corner is a really interesting group because there are all types of players available in the cornerback group. Um, there's different types of, there's different body types and body sizes from, you know, big prototypical six foot, 200 pound type corners like Carlton Davis um, to these undersized guys that have outperformed what we would appear to be sort of size or physical limitations. DJ Reed for the Seahawks, Darius Williams um, for the the Los Angeles Rams up until now. Like these guys have somehow been able to be quality players despite being, you know, 5'10 or lower. I would say on the weaker side, when we're talking about this uh, free agent class, QB, you're not going to go find a free agent QB, really. You could get a star. You get a Jameis Winston. You get a Teddy Bridgewater. That's it. It's not like two years ago, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. A lot of these guys were technically free agents. Dak was a free agent until he got um, franchised and then signed. So you're not going to find a QB, really, that you're looking for. 
uh, interior of the defensive line, not the best group. Akeem Hicks is our top guy, Calais Campbell. So you've got some guys up in their 30s. Um, you have a whole bunch of players in the 70s, 80s, 100s, rotational type of players. But if you're a team like, say, the Chargers, who really needs to overhaul their defensive line, again, with some big bodies, you might be able to get a rotational player here, but you're almost certainly going to have to look in the draft. I am interested in quarterback a little bit, though, because on this in this group, you've got Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, and those are guys that I would say are viable starting NFL quarterbacks. And unlike some of the other options out there for teams, can be had for a fraction of the money of, you know, other viable starting caliber NFL quarterbacks that potentially need an awful lot more cash to keep in that job. So I still think there might be a team or two out there that looks at the math and says, we can get 80, 85% of the production of the alternatives with a Jameis Winston, a quarterback, and we can do it for 6 million a year, you know, as opposed to 30 or whatever the the going rate is going to be for that alternate. And if you're you know, there's a couple of teams out there I think might be desperate enough to sort of roll that dice and just see what happens for one more year, kind of like Washington did last season with Fitzpatrick. And obviously it didn't work out because Fitzpatrick got hurt after like a couple of snaps and you ended up getting a full season of Heineke. And then, you know, the defense didn't play as well. But generally, I think the process Washington had last year was sound. It just didn't work out. And I think they're not alone in sort of looking at the landscape and and working under that premise. And maybe, you know, maybe the Colts are a team that if they decide we can trade away Carson Wentz, yeah, that leaves us without a quarterback. But if they can get rid of Wentz and get something back for him, like Jameis Winston can do the job Wentz did last year for a fraction of the money. Yeah, I didn't mean to trash the quarterback class. There are starters there. Oh, no, it's still pretty bad. Yeah, it's it's just not the place where you're going to go find your franchise quarterback. Bridges and... The cheap shot, like you're like you're saying on a Jameis or a Mariota, it is there. Anyway, go check out all of our free agent coverage. It's over at pff.com. We'll even give you 25% off if you use the promo code NFLPOD. Any subscription over at PFF. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Free agency, it's almost upon us. It's the PFF NFL Daily. Mm-hmm.